Hi folks, before we get started, we'd like to take a moment to let you know some of the content on this podcast may not be suitable for some audiences. It's all in good fun, but we just wanted to let you know. Previously on the Jay and Dan podcast. Hey guys, how's everyone doing? The Blue Jays! Oh, shit. <laughs> Opened a can of pop before? <laughs> Well, Larry King was bundled up pretty good, but I think he's all bone now. He used to keep a fan under his desk at CNN because he farted so much. A little mini fan that would be blowing all the time. And he had such bad flatulence that he would they would just run that fan at the, the whole show. We welcome to Larry King Live, Bob Randall, the first American ever to gain legal access to marijuana because of his glaucoma condition. Why are you allowed to use these, Robert? I have a disease called glaucoma, and marijuana at this point is the only drug that will help prolong my sight. Neil, I'm from Canada. Neil, I'm also from Canada. Neil, I don't care. Neil! I don't care. <laughs> Where did you smell more weed? Or can you even get the weeds in there? Um, you can. <laughs> it looks like I'm behind you giving it to you. <laughs> You've never watched porn on your work phone? Never. Really? CK DJ. You could, you could go through my phone with a fine tooth comb and I would not be fired. God, I would. Big time. Those places annoy me. No, you look lonely. I'm not. I'm trying to have a conversation here. Yeah, but you're at a strip club. They want to give you a little comfort. Hey, I'm going there to have a conversation. <laughs> Old <laughs> You're not the only one. Yeah. I was actually really happy. I thought he was calling us the goats, the greatest of all time. I'm like, hey, what a guy. No, no. no he was talking about the It was goat an actual fucking. goat. You're listening to the Jay and Dan Podcast. Uh, Boy, we were so excited about the Blue Jays last week. Jane and Vegas episode was there. Blue Jays just lost. They were fired, fired up last week. Blue Jays just lost. Yeah. Literally 10 minutes ago, before we were taping this podcast, the Blue Jays. Uh, Maybe score some runs. Yeah, they couldn't get anything off any of those guys. Even this, the rookie today, the, the guy who'd only started once before. Yeah, and everyone. I, I think he won a contest to start this game. <laughs> what is his name? Ryan Middleman. Yeah, he <laughs> he signed up at Cleveland.com, and the the contest was to start this game. Yeah, you want to start this game and mow down this potent offensive lineup? Great. Why not? Eh? You like had a perfect game going there and, for and a while. They kept putting the camera on him. He's like. Where am what? I? <laughs> what am I doing here? Who? Is, why? Who are all these people? Is this real life? I've never seen this many people before. <laughs> well, I guess I better continue to throw off the mound toward home plate. Yeah, it uh, was. Uh, it was actually. I couldn't believe what I was watching. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, uh, Batista said he'd be shaking in his yeah, boots. shaking his boots. But Batista. It, maybe never trash talk again. Maybe never open your mouth again. Maybe yeah. just stop talking forever. Well, hey, he was a good Blue Jay. Oh, yeah. He's he was, done, though. Oh, yeah, he's not over. coming back. No, nah, he's not coming back. I, I don't think he's coming back, and 
God, I hope Edwin comes. Edwin, back yeah, they're gonna God, they're gonna back up that Rogers got truck. To. They're gonna say free cable, yeah, free cell phone, yeah, yeah, uh, free internet, and two thousand dollars a game. Free internet, but dial up only. We have got to <laughs> dial back a little bit. Uh, and what's a web page? Twenty percent off the Skydome Hotel. Well, Rogers has a new CEO. Uh, their old guy resigned or was forced out, and they're bringing in the Telus guy. So maybe the Telus guy will be like, all right, my first order of business going to give Edwin $500 million. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big contract for million. two seasons. For two seasons of work. <laughs> Sounds Go reasonable. to work. Yeah, we're fine with that. So, uh, yeah, money. Blue Jays, assign Edwin, uh, get Andrew Miller from Cleveland. Yeah, can, uh, so can we? How do we get that guy? <laughs> can how we, do we get that guy? Can we have him, please? Whatever uh, Cleveland gave up in prospects to get him. Uh, was not enough. I don't care if they gave up like Derek Jeter and Alex Rodriguez's like love child, who was created <laughs> in the lab. Uh, that wasn't enough because that guy was just freaking devastating. So congrats He's to the stud. Indians, and uh, now we root for the Doyers. Oh, Doyers! Come on, Doyers! Yeah. Uh, working no, really. here in LA, everyone's on pins and needles yeah. every game, every pitch. I love it. I love it. I love, I feel, you know, they're kind of like our National League team, you know. We've come down here to work in L.A. And, uh, I always said it, best uh, best uniforms in, in all unis. the sports. Beautiful unis. Crisp, I clean. I love Dave Roberts, too, as a manager. Uh, mixed race child. He's like uh, one of the players out there. <laughs> yeah, he's fantastic. Yeah, I love him. I think he's great. Uh, Red Sox fans obviously love him. Yes, he's, we do. Yeah, he's, um, I think he's, I love the risks he takes and stuff. And I, I really like, uh. Uh, Blanton the other day. And- I like uh, watching games with our stage manager, Mickey, every day. Yeah. Every pitch last night, Rich Hill, he had a shutout going. Yeah, Rich every Hill pitch. Was- Get him out! <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, he, he hasn't given him any. Get him out! I'm like, even when he wasn't pitching, he's yelling, Get him out! <laughs> he was terrified, like we all were throughout the Jays series with Cleveland. Eh? Well, that would be the day. same case if we had R.A. Dickey on the hill. Mm. We get our R.A. Dickey. I thought at one point they were going to bring in uh, Loop, the wolf. <laughs> yeah. The Loop, there it is. I saw Loop was warming up at one point. I'm like, yeah. Uh, what was the problem with uh, so these afternoon games? Yeah. First off, uh, I saw a tweet. I don't know who sent it, but they said you play 162 Wait, games. Right. Uh, if you're wondering who sent it, and you don't know for sure, it was probably Bruce Arthur. They play 162 <laughs> games a year, and then you're like, all right, uh, only the select few make the playoffs, and let's have a 4 p.m. start on a Tuesday. Yeah. Oh, that was uh, Andy Hall. <laughs> Andy Hall, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then they had these massive lineups outside the Rogers. I, I don't know. But that is, apparently that's been happening all year, like where they can't seem to get people through the gates. <laughs> Past them. So this I is see, our first game. Let us deal with these tickets. We'll get to you in a moment, everyone. <laughs> but the game's starting. Like they've, they've thrown several pitches already, and I've missed them. It's fine. You won't miss anything. Oh, home run. All right. Well, we'll get you in when we can. I'm also a contest winner. I'm playing in the game. <laughs> we, we don't have quite enough ticket agents for all of you spectators. So uh, Blue Jays, maybe uh, fix that. Yeah. Nah. I think maybe it's time for Gibby to go. Maybe Gibby go. I like Gibby a lot. Gib yeah, that's a, that's a tough – I know he, he's made back-to-back postseason appearances, but, uh, yeah, you got to take that next step at some point. I, so I you bring in it, Dave Steve. <laughs> I just think, w- w- like, the fact that it took until 
game was it game three when he went with the lead off with Bautista, and then go Donaldson, then go E, then go Tulo. Have your best four hitters in your best four slots. I don't know. Maybe maybe that should have happened a little sooner. How many times this season did he have the same batting order in back to back games, or maybe three games in a row? Did that happen? He probably a lot? forgot. He probably <laughs> forgot. He's like, what? Another bat? I got to submit another one? <laughs> well, the game's already started. It's fine. Well, R- he's the one from R.A. Dickey's leading off. What? But he's oh, he's not on the lineup? Oh, oh. God damn it. Anyway. Hey, this is going to be a great podcast. Oh, we're going to have so much fun. Uh, our guest is James Hinchcliffe. Yeah. Canadian uh, racing legend. Yeah, IndyCar driver. And uh, he is killing it on Dancing with the Stars. I was just reading an article on TVGuide.com. Very reputable uh very reputable publication slash website that said that they think Hinchy's going to win it this year. Dancing with the Stars, not a not not a race, but we'll uh, we'll talk to him about that and uh, and maybe the Jays. TVGuide.com, just all online now. Yeah, I don't think they're no, they aren't printing those babies sending, out. I don't think What's a web page? Seven p.m. ABC. Different strokes. Oh. Arnold. Goes to the toilet and can't get out. When that bad boy came, <laughs> my grandfather, highlighter. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah, going to be watching watch. that. I'll be Gun watching. Gunsmoke, yep, Bonanza, yeah, I'll be watching Murder, that. she wrote, I'll be watching that and stroking my cock to it. And uh, John Wayne uh, reruns. My erections yeah, have there. returned. <laughs> so uh, He loved, my grandfather did love Maury. How many? Every time. You are into the house. not the father. Maury Just, Povich. Oh, Maury, he loved that. Is that still on? It's still on. Right? I don't I, think so. It, I think it is. Yeah, yeah why not? Yeah, yeah. Sure. He's All still... he has to do is just read pregnancy yeah, tests. Yeah, make sure he, everybody <laughs> knows. It's <laughs> amazing. Is he still it's married to Connie Chung? <laughs> is he married to Connie, I think? Let's see. Man, she was this lusty-eyed news mama in her day. That'd be great if they got an app for the doctor's office so when you tell the, the pregnancy test to the yeah. your, your clients. Yeah, then you could be pull a more. Just wait a sec. Boom. Still married. <laughs> Still married? Mm-hmm. Good for them. 1984. I love that. Hey, you know who, uh, what else is cool? Nature Box. A lot of us say we want to make healthier choices, but when we're tempted with chips, cookies, and junk, what do we do? We eat chips, cookies, and junk. Avoid the guilt with better snacks. Nature Box delivers tasty snacks made with simple ingredients right to your door so you always have something better to snack on without feeling guilty. They have over 100 delicious snacks to choose from, ranging from healthy to indulgent, all with no artificial colors, flavors, or sweeteners. My personal favorites, which ones did I like? Peter, peanut butter num nums. Those are my favorite. The the num the num nums. Nom nums. I like the num nums. Give me more nom noms. Uh, here's how it works. Go to naturebox.com slash Dan. Pick your snacks and enjoy. It's that simple. One of the best things about NatureBox, their variety. They're adding new snacks based on customer feedback and trends. Unlike traditional food companies that take between 12 to 18 months, naturebox.com can launch a new snack in less than 12 weeks, so you always have something new to try and a reason to go back to the website. What are those stupid companies? They take 12 to 18 months? Come on. Plus, if you uh, ever try a snack you don't like, NatureBox is going to replace it for free right now. NatureBox is offering you two free snacks when you go to naturebox.com slash Dan. Avoid the guilt and go to naturebox.com slash Dan to get two delicious snacks for free. This offer won't last long, so get your snacks today. That's naturebox.com slash Dan for two free snacks. The Blue Jays just lost the ALCS to a team that had Two starting pitchers, and one of them's pinky was mangled in a <laughs> drone accident. I was thinking on the way to work today. Well, actually, uh, 
the Jays were losing at that point, so I'd, I'd lost that thought. But Trevor Bauer, if the Jays had come back and he had Bauer. given the old 3-0 to the crowd, he would never have heard the end of that. But he doesn't have to worry about no, that. No, no, he doesn't. That's the thing. Ryan Merritt was drafted 488th overall. How do teams even have the scouting information to draft someone that That's deep? our friend John Morosi. Yeah, yeah, J.P. Morosi. Wow. And he has his wedding registry out that people can see. Yeah, getting on married tar- in 100 on Target, days. Right? Yeah, Target and Pottery Barn. Oh, nice. Yeah, they made a point. They said he's marrying a woman by the name of Sarah. And he told the broadcast crew, make sure he, if you spell it, it's with an H. She, uh, she's uh, very adamant about that. She doesn't want it Ooh. spelt wrong. Ryan, you want to run from that. <laughs> you want to run <laughs> I was the thinking other the direction. Same thing. You want to get away quickly. But, but that's better than so Mike Botticello used to work on the show. Uh, you, you could say. You remember him, don't you, folks? You could say <laughs> his name Botticello or Botticello. He's like. Uh, it doesn't matter. Yes, it does. It's your f***ing name. Yeah, but, but that was Mike. <laughs> I mean, he was just happy to be here. <laughs> Maybe he dead. didn't even know. He probably didn't. Well, he, it wasn't until right before he was let go from the company that he discovered he was 170th Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> from Ancestry.com. I wish Mike died. (laughs) Mike sometimes sends. He's sending a lot of Instagrams now. It's just him in Brooklyn, just like walking over bridges. Like, I'm not sure if he's jerking guys off under those bridges for money or what's happening. I saw one who was like reading a book to a bunch of little kids. I responded, shouldn't they be reading to you? (laughs) (laughs) And I believe there was a lot of the same comments. (laughs) (laughs) And like. Why did he decide? Well, maybe that he that went was back to school. Was, uh, maybe yeah. he had gone back to school. And that was the class they signed him to. He had a. a he's doing the Billy. Exam. He's doing the uh, Billy Madison. Is That's it right. Billy Madison? Yeah, Billy Madison. Where he goes back at Sandler. Sandler. Oh man, I'm uh, I'm reading the the Norm Macdonald book. Holy crap, that's a good one. I said it was I, brilliant. I, I can't believe it. it. It's one of the best comedy books I've ever read. read. It's it's. Uh, I think read. the Wall Street Journal said it's the best book. They've reviewed in the last two years. The really? Wall wow. Street Journal. Wow. Yeah. Is it is it an in depth look into his life, or is it more just like a comedy book? It's somewhat no. fictional with truth scattered about. Right. Yeah. Like he he didn't want to do you know like there's been all these books out uh, by comedians the last few years. Tina Fey, Amy Schumer, uh, Mindy, Mindy Kaling, uh, Jay Onright. They've all done these confessional books, and he hates that style. He he. So he did a fictional story. But within that fictional story, there are some truths in it. But it's really the story that will make you laugh. And it's almost like a Hunter S. Thompson, fear and loathing-esque story where he and his assistant, Adam Egott, (laughs) who is his co-host on his podcast, (laughs) um, go on a road trip, essentially, and uh, try to cash in one last time. The chapter, if you only read one chapter, read the chapter where he... He tells about uh, meeting Rodney Dangerfield. I was in tears. I reread it about three times. Yeah, it's uh, it's great. I highly recommend it. Oh, speaking of books, I should quickly mention uh, that my two books are out on uh, paperback now. Paperback. I got a bunch of copies today. They're they're so small. They're like those old Archie digests. That's that's the way to go. Yeah, they're tiny, but they're out in paperback. So if you're looking for a, maybe a gift for the holidays, uh, maybe you pick up uh, Anchor Boy or Number Two. Why not? And if you're looking for some great merchandise. Uh, how about uh, our website, jandan.com? We're Why not, eh? teaming up with Ironhead. Uh, and brand Cana- new merchandise. And the Canadian Tire Kickstarter program, which gets kids into sports. And uh, they 
pay 100% of the administration fees, so every cent goes to that program. Can I just say, listen, I know some of you ordered our merchandise that we put out before, and it was good stuff, but it was manufactured in the United States, so many of you in Canada had to pay duty. We sincerely apologize for that. Now you will not have to do that. So if you weren't sure about ordering merch, go to jandan.com and uh, check it out because it's really cool stuff. In fact, this new logo, this new podcast logo, you can get this logo on one of your shirts. Now, one thing I was noticing about this logo, and, and this won't be as significant for just the audio listeners, but bear with me, is that I am standing behind you uh, performing. I'm, I'm having sex with you anally, it appears here. <sighs> and it looks like, a, like we have very stern faces. Like You look like you're kind of enjoying it, but not sure. <clears throat> and I look like I'm just like, uh, this is all business to me. Thought that. My erections looks, have returned. He looks almost like he's wincing or something. Yeah, he's like, ugh. Oh, smile on. Jay, you look like you feel very comfortable behind him. I am, yeah. and I always am. Hey, uh, speaking of Canada. <laughs> <laughs> I was up there this weekend, this past weekend, for my uh, daughter Sydney's ninth uh, birthday. And people, they always said to us, you're going to miss the seasons when you move here. When it's 20 degrees uh, and the leaves are changing and it's sunny, mm-hmm. yeah, that's, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. 20 degrees Celsius for our American, that's like 70 Fahrenheit. <clears throat> yeah, it's great. The smell and the air is perfect. But then, you know, right around the corner, it's going to turn to shit. Yeah, winter's coming. Just like yeah. Game of Thrones. Yeah, so the, those four or five days in the fall where it's sunny <laughs> and warm, perfect. Yeah, Beautiful. Absolutely. Uh, I got uh, Sydney. The big gift she wanted was a Fitbit. Now she's obsessed with how many steps she takes. Okay, wait, wait. Isn't that for like old people? No, it's for anyone. Is it? Yeah. Fitbit. Yeah. Seems too young for that. So now she's just running around the place. Oh, and just did 100 steps. All right. Well, I mean, like, hey, whatever you you want. I'd like to get the Fitbit. I'd like to track my steps. I'd probably do eight a day. Yeah, eight steps per day. (laughs) The Fitbit would be like, you, Dan. <laughs> Why are you even wearing me? The feedback. Are you alive? Are you dead? I've called. I've called an ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> I just called. Basically, one. a life alert. An ambulance is on its way. I would put like a, a taser attached to it, so it just get you. Oh shit! I better get up. Yeah, get up, get moving. It won't. It's beautiful here in LA right now. So I know. You have no excuse. I, again, the Dodger Stadium shots are just picturesque we all gonna go together to a game maybe tomorrow tonight let's cancel the show yeah yeah cancel it well we yeah. we had record ratings yesterday Whoa. after uh game three so we're just killing it our whole 10 seasons and a movie plan is coming together beautifully 10 more seasons of fox sports live that means 10 more seasons of the jay and dan podcast and then we retire to peterborough perfect we can uh we can buy a nice place for not much. Perfect. And uh, could we just work at Spanky's or the Pig's Ear? We or? can work at Spanky's. We can go to the farmer's. I went to the farmer's market. It was great. Perfect. So that'll cover uh, two days of the week. <laughs> <laughs> what are we going to do for the rest of the week? And we can go to the lift locks. Okay. I uh, went bowling. We can go bowling at uh, Riverview or Lakeview Bowling. Lakeview. Can we go to the Duro Doings? Yeah, we can go to the Duro Doings. One Uh, day a year. The bowling alley, they have a little plaque. They had the first uh, electronic scoring system in the world at the bowling alley there. And it's still the same scoring system. Wait, wait, wait. 
But so the person develops this electronic scoring system, <laughs> and they're like, you know where we're going to test this out? Uh, Peterborough, Ontario. Or they just put that up. Who the hell's going to look for another place that did it? No one's going to look yeah, that up. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you could put anything up in your restaurant or your establishment, and who's really going to call you on it? Like, if you if you had a restaurant and you're like, President Obama ate here, and an arrow pointing down one of the seats, who's going to be like, no, nope. I looked it up. <laughs> I looked up the, all the places he's ever eaten. Well, I'd go someone less significant. No, has to be the president. I'd say, like, David Hasselhoff. Dave. <laughs> David Hasselhoff. Yeah, the yeah. Hoff. Because no one's looking that up. No, that's true. What's the Hoff doing now? I haven't seen him for a while. Eating last, burgers yeah, on the floor in Vegas? I saw him eating burgers, yeah. Oh, man, that was something. The worst was, on that's going to be you someday. Someday Sydney's going to gonna take a shot of you eating a burger on the floor. <laughs> I had a burger for lunch today. Delish. <laughs> Nothing like a good burger. David Where, Hasselhoff has a smoking fiance right now. Another He's, one? A new one? Is this a Haley new Roberts. Okay. 36. Good for him. He's got to be 36. He's got to be 50-something. 64. 64? 64. Wow, I didn't know he was that old. Yeah. Okay. Good for him. Uh, let's check out his uh, Wow. Partner. He's got to have an enormous Oh, cock. hello. Right? He's got to have a huge penis. Oh, we're having yep. a look at her. Yep, she's not too bad. Good for Hoff. He deserves Getting that. Getting some of the Hoff. So has he been married a bunch of times? I think a couple times Twice. at least, right? Yeah. <clears throat> you know what the Hoff loves to wear? Me undies. Picture a world where putting a new pair of underwear <laughs> isn't just fresh. You're stepping into a better day. Think about it. Underwear is the first thing you put on and the last thing you take off. Why would you settle for anything less than the best feeling underwear on the planet? Me undies focuses solely on producing the most comfortable B2 G17 you've ever experienced. That's weird. The, the most comfortable underwear you've ever experienced. My friends at MeUndies sent me a few pairs a while back, and now I can't imagine wearing anything else. It really makes every day better. The price of two cocktails. <laughs> MeUndies will deliver you new your new favorite pair of underwear right to your doorstep. Try them on, and if they aren't the most comfortable, best-feeling undies you've ever had, they'll refund you, let you keep the first pair for free. Included in the price, the sweet touch of modal, a special fabric, Made with the best-in-class raw materials. These uber-cozy undies are sold exclusively on the website. You'll enjoy free shipping in the U.S. and Canada. And for a limited time, everyone in our audience gets 20% off their first order. But you have to go to our special URL, MeUndies.com slash Jandan. Jandan. With the MeUndies Better Day Guarantee, you have nothing to lose. So don't wait any longer. Go to MeUndies.com slash Jandan right Jane now for 20% off your first order. That's MeUndies.com slash Jandan. Jandan. What the hell was that B2 G17? Yeah. yeah there uh... seems to be a lot of like Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Where? Dude, it's right here. In the second paragraph. MeUndies focuses solely on producing the I most pulled comfortable a, I pulled B2 a Ron, G17. I pulled a Ron Burgundy there. I read what was on the prompt. Well, I thought maybe that was like a, their code it's, for yeah. the fabric. It's not on my copy back here. Well, huh? we're holding we're, it. We're holding you hard done. copy. You printed it. <laughs> I f***ed up. Oh, Ben. Is Mike, is Mike still on that bridge? Can we give him a call? <laughs> Let's find Mike. I really feel like I am He's still reading. becoming him. Well, you can read a bit better than he can. This is sucks. <laughs> Did you say this is sucks? This is sucks. I got to step it up. Sucks. You're That's got a good this. drop right there. That's a good drop. mobile All right. This uh, is sucks. This is sucks. The Ben Teller story. This. You're, what? I've definitely messed up a few yeah, every, every episode. You seem one. to mess up these sponsor reads a little bit. 
Um, but that's okay. That's fine. Uh, T-Mobile, you got this. <laughs> what? That was my favorite thing ever. Uh, okay, six degrees of engineer, Jim. This one's good because uh, Bobby D, our audio guy, uh, we've got to get him back on the podcast. People love him, but he just went to see Green Day at the Palladium. Gym. Oh, he went to that show. It, yeah, nice. So nice. that's like a two thousand person yeah. venue. Yeah, what Producer, a place to see Green Day. Great Producer place. Tim, he, devastating. Yeah, he was like, oh, I didn't know about this. Oh, Sebastian. Yeah. yeah, so we're talking about it. Producer Producer Tim only chimes in when it's appropriate for him. Uh, <laughs> Though, you know, he is our producer, so he should be talking to us all the time. But, yeah, Bobby's, like, saying, you know, the other night, oh, I'm going to go see Green Day tonight. He's like, well, I never heard about that. Like, like they were, everyone, it was, shh, keep it a secret yeah. from Tim. Yeah, nobody <laughs> knew about it. They kept it very quiet. I didn't know about that. I'm a huge Green Day fan. Well, you're obviously not that big of a fan <laughs> yeah. if you didn't know about it. But, anyway, they played a very small uh, venue. Yeah, place is great. All Palladium general rocks. Right? Yeah, yeah. Man. And so uh, Great that's, place to see them. That's the six degrees, uh, Jim. Graham D. Uh, Green Day. Green Day. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I have a great connection to those guys. Um, my buddy Mike Fasano is uh, Trey Cool's drum tech. He works on. Cool. He's worked on all their albums, pretty much. Except for maybe their very first album, and uh, they even played at Mike's wedding. And when we went to Mike's wedding, cool is that? he had this really, really cool uh, wedding band playing up there. And in the middle of the reception, Green Day went up and played. Unreal! Wow! And Can you imagine? it was great. They were playing cheap trick songs and stuff. It was a blast. And Mike and his wife both played drums. Mike plays drums in a band called Tiger Army right now. And uh, he also played in Warrant for a while. What? Wow. And uh, and uh, so both Mike and his wife were double drumming with Green Day. Wow. wow. At that their wedding. Very it was cool. great. We had a blast. Wait. Yeah. So the bride was up there in her wedding Yes. Gown? Yeah. It's going rock for it. Oh, was that is cool. Awesome. That is really cool. It was cool. awesome. And uh, yeah. And so uh, I've gone a golfing uh a bunch of times well a uh, few times i guess uh with uh mike durnt the bass player mm-hmm. from green day and uh mike fasano how's uh durnt uh with he's the a sticks. good golfer yeah he's good yeah can swing the sticks yeah he's really good trey cool was supposed to come with us but uh never seemed to looks like he was a little it. he was a little too cool i, but, I like uh, that i like that name durnt hey i'm gonna get durnt tonight yeah he's Let's a, get, this um, is about to get durnt <laughs> <laughs> the nicest guy. They, those guys, all of them, uh, just the greatest guys. And, jeez, uh, uh, this was going back in, uh, I guess, probably the 90s. Um, Billy Joe Armstrong was putting a studio at his house, like a little writing studio. And uh, the guy that's helped me build studios for all the guns guys and Billy Bob uh, I hooked him up with him, and uh, he put a little studio in his house for him. That's well, very cool. So, uh, what's yeah. easier, being a guitar tech or a drum tech? Hmm. That's a good question. Uh, you know, that's a great question. Uh, they both have their uh, challenges. Challenges, yeah. Um, Depending on the so, artist, because some might be extremely particular. Right? Yeah, exactly. Like you might have a drummer that thinks he has to play with eight million drums and cymbals and is 
super particular about how each one is set up. And We're he's talking got about you, Neil and, Peart. Yeah, you know, um, <laughs> and then, you know, it's obviously a lot more to usually to set that stuff up and tear it down and all the hardware and all that stuff. So it's a little more labor intensive probably being a drum tech than a guitar tech. But uh, the guitar techs at the level I'm talking about, like that guy Adam Day, Slash's guy, I mean, you're literally, he's performing with Slash the whole show. Mm -hmm. He's switching amps and, you know, hitting pedals and doing all sorts of stuff. So he has to know the songs just as well as the musician. Got to know him cold. Slash, yeah. Slash is also mentioned in Norm MacDonald's book. He said, uh, when I met him, I said, I'm a big fan oh, of yeah. you and your hat. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Hey, I have yeah. something very quickly, Jim, to mention to you. Last night, uh, it was my, my wife's and I. It was our anniversary. My wife. My wife. Oh, that's awesome. So we're really, our anniversaries are very close, yes. right? And that was my birthday. Exactly. Yesterday. Yes, happy yeah. belated happy birthday. Happy birthday, Jim. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. But the, and everybody on Twitter was very nice. Very kind to, to you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the reason I bring this up is because we went to a great restaurant in Santa Monica called, that was actually recommended by George Peros, ah. called Via Veneto, terrific Italian mm. restaurant. Right. Now, here's what I discovered about this restaurant. It is owned by by two uh, Italian gentlemen, as you might expect an Italian restaurant would be. And there's a third investor, and he is a gunslinger for hire, former missing persons and Duran Duran guitarist Warren Cucarello. Aha, yes. Who also... Uh, it is well known has an enormous penis and may have done some some pornography at some point. Ah, uh, do you hear me? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Cucarello. Yeah, I remember when he was in Duran uh, Duran. Uh, he came yep. in like for an album or something. Yeah, he replaced Andy Taylor. Right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I didn't see him there, but I just thought you'd find that. Did you make it to the um, resto on time? No, no, I was late. I I did yeah. get to work with Terry Bozio, who used to play with Missing Persons too. Very cool. Uh, so there's the a drummer. six degrees right. So there. there's a six degrees connection right there. Okay, and then I have another thing I want to read to all of you. This is a an email uh, sent to us about the Halifax Sportsman's Dinner. We discussed this uh, about Jeremy Roenick not being prepared. He, this is from uh, this is again. This event took place probably what six, seven years at ago. At least now. six, seven years ago, we talked about it. Uh, Walter Gretzky was there. Anthony Calvillo, Roberto Alomar. And that's where we met Jerry D for the first time. That's right. That's right. And so uh, the message is, uh, I think this is from. It doesn't say who this is from. Oh, get, uh, sorry, Getty Lee. Can you help me with this, Ben? Because yeah. I'm not. Who's what, it? The or oh, Chris Thompson. Chris Thompson. So here, this is from Chris. I was listening to your last post, last podcast remarks about Mr. Gerard D's speech at the Halifax Sportsman's Dinner. I was one of the servers at that dinner, and I can confirm that Jerry was hilarious. You blew it, though. You said the headliner was Jeremy Roenick when it was, in fact, Mickey Ward of the... Bo Remember Ward Gotti, the, Ward Gotti, <coughs> the three fights of the boxer? Uh, Marky Mark played him in the movie. I barely remember that, but he was the headliner. He was the right. speaker. So anyway, that uh, Chris goes on to say. Speaking of Jr., his story about his daughter's first date was painfully awkward. If yeah. you don't recall, the punchline was that he pointed at a bucket of sand on his doorstep, yeah. and he told the young man that came to pick up his daughter <laughs> that at the end of the date he would force the young man to dip his penis in the sand. 
and Jr. would cut the young man's penis off if a single grain of sand stuck to it. I know. I remember that. It, it haunts me to this day. That story he told to this, this <laughs> group of, you know, like a thousand Haligonians. Get your were, hand off my penis! They were all horrified, like horrified by that. <laughs> So I'm going to use that. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's something that, you know, we as dads and yeah. daughters would want to use someday. But I don't know if I'm going to mention it at the next speaking engagement. I have twin teenage daughters. I'm definitely using that. It's terrifying. <laughs> definitely, yeah. So everybody go get a bucket of sand. I will keep one by my front door from now on. <laughs> okay, here's one. Before uh, from... you walk into or leave the house. This is, uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is from Kyle Shanks. I don't know if he's related to our president. Eric, but anyway. The president of Fox, not yes. the president of the United States. <laughs> hey, bands. I think he meant bods. <laughs> Long-time listener, huge fan of the show. Question for Jim. It's not really a six degrees question. I heard recently on a radio show that Van Halen would request M&Ms in their green room, but there had to be no brown M&Ms. Yeah. The We've group showed up in done the green this room. One. We already did that one? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ben? Yeah. Holy <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ben. Even get on there. Let's get Botticello back in here. Wow. <clears throat> yeah, I was gonna say that's a true we... story. Right. It's a true story, and that's ensuring that they actually read the rider. And yeah, yeah. God. Should we go to Bob McKenzie's yeah. podcast? Oh yeah, Holy yeah. Shit. God, the Bobcast. The Thank Bobcast. you, Rich. So Bob McKenzie, Rich Cook, keeping us on. Message. The TSN Hockey Insider, uh, he released his first ever podcast, and people let us know. He said, hey, uh, he talks about you guys in it. We haven't heard this yet. Did I have not listen? heard this yet. So here we go. Bobby Here's Kenzie. the very beginning. I'm going to start from the very beginning it's of the, the podcast. the very beginning of okay. the podcast. Yep, we got about two minutes. Here we go. Thanks very much for tuning in. I know there's only so many hours or minutes uh, in people's free time, and there's a lot of these podcasts that are out there. So I appreciate you giving this a shot, and thank you for that. I have to tell you up front, though, I am a little bit rattled. Uh, it's been one of those days. Actually, it's been one of those weeks. You know, the idea of doing a podcast, it seems so easy. So the first question on the Bobcast, it comes from Bob McKenzie and Whitby, who said, <laughs> what the hell were you thinking? Uh, it's been a technological nightmare this week, not that you need to know all the details, but the email works great. If you've got a question, you send it to Bobcast at Bell Media. we got lots of great questions. We'll get to those in a few minutes. Um, but getting that email account either put on my phone or my iPad has been a challenge, so I don't even <laughs> want to tell you how we got the questions to me. Uh, next, the delivery system, recording this thing and getting it in the hands of the TSN people to, to get it up and posted. Again, it's been an ordeal, and I don't even want to be scrambling on this all day. Uh, and if that's not bad enough, I lost my Nexus card at the border yesterday <laughs> to the uh, Buffalo-Montreal game. And that gets me really rattled because now I'm going to have to travel like a normal person until my new card arrives. So anyways, you've heard enough about my problems. Uh, <laughs> Let's get onward and upward here. Um, first question comes from Patrick Harris. He says, uh, how much did the Jay and Dan podcast inspire you to create a podcast of your own? <laughs> well, Jay and Dan don't inspire me at all. <laughs> Dan O'Toole, former TSN employees now making their way in the uh, United States of America. Dan's still not invited to the cottage, but uh, <laughs> it was actually this summer I had a lot of free time, and um, I started listening to a podcast Comedian Bill Burr uh, has a couple of podcasts per week, one on Monday, one on Thursday. 
And I think Burr is a pretty funny guy. And so I decided to tune into this podcast almost by accident. I really enjoyed it. So that's it. That's him talking about you guys and saying that Bill Burr inspired him. I love Bob just talking about his week. Yeah. yeah. I, I'd <laughs> listen to uh, an hour. That's how he started his podcast. I love that. I mean, I know everyone wants the, the hardcore hockey insider talk from Bob, but I kind of just want... I'd like what I'd like is um, you know how Alexi Lawless and Rob Stone do the podcast in their car right on the way to studio. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see Bob do a similar podcast on the way to his cottage. So driving from Whitby to his cottage at ba- beautiful Balsam Lake. Still not invited to the cottage. <laughs> is, he, is he recording it on an iPhone off a speakerphone? <laughs> yeah, yeah it sounds definitely. Like yeah. yeah, in his in his bathroom. He's yeah. sitting on the toilet. Okay, so yeah. our guest should be waiting outside. Not right? yet. Don't do it. Okay. Mark said he's bringing him. I don't want to open the door and no one come. Oh, okay. Perfect. Yeah. So here we go. Nope. James Hinchcliffe, everybody. Because Ben. Here we go. Just a reminder on episode 129, no. when you were not here, uh, we opened the door several times for Kenny Florian. He never showed up. So what happened? Uh, ben. Man. Ben yeah. is just taking a beating this And it week. feels good. I'm like Dan in that picture. Yeah, just, yeah. Just That's taking it. Ben. Just taking it. Just what happened? Ben's face over Dan's face. Here. Is he gritting his teeth there? Yeah, it does he... look like it. He's like, hey, yeah. you're helping yeah. him avoid the question. <laughs> ben, tell her what happened. There was an actual mix-up. Uh, but I will take full responsibility. Uh, During my fast, I checked. I just, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you were fasting, so that is a good excuse because, I mean, but obviously I, yeah. stuff, you know, you don't have the energy. It won't happen again. Right. And if it does, right. this is my first time here. Then we're bringing- Do you think it's like a Mike Botticello curse? Yeah, maybe Mike cursed you. Like me and the goat from the Cubs. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. yeah, like the Cubs. All right. Okay. I got an email you. that he just got on the lot and that he will be here soon. Mark's going to bring him right Amazing. in. Amazing. James Hinchcliffe. So here we go. James Hinchcliffe, everybody. Yeah. There he is. <laughs> James Hinchcliffe. <laughs> Not here yet. <clears throat> Here's a question for you. Have you ever lost or thought you lost your phone? Yeah! yeah. 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 Well, yes! Come on. We'll get to that later. phone later. Nice to find Hello. Come on in. You're right over here. You're right come in the on middle. over here. Hi, James. Come on nice in. Nice to see you. Just finally. come hang out. Come in here. Uh, Have a seat. Just, yeah, come over here. here. Grab, uh, grab the headphones. Here. This is exciting. Just you you brought like friends to, with yeah, you? Yeah, come stand over there. Yeah, you're good. Oh, well, oh, uh, we, we, Jim, maybe to uh, pop that yeah, mic up. I can get another... No, we're yeah, fine. Just they'll oh. hang out. They'll share. There, you go. there we go. The system. There we oh, go. There system are. works. No, system I, works. I brought some fellow Commonwealthers. Oh, very nice. We have another another oh, Ontarian, okay. and we have a Brit here. Oh, just very to kinda... nice. Oh, this is terrific. Well, and, so and you're originally who, who from we... Oakville. Yeah. Yes. Oakville, okay. Ontario. Yeah. Born and raised in Markham, and then we moved to Oakville and kind of... So you've been to the Pacific Mall a million times, bought a million (laughs) illegal DVDs. And like cell phone, if you've got to fix your cell phone, that's where you go to get it done. You go there, maybe get some hot pot, and then get out of there. (laughs) Exactly right. Crazy, crazy. So, dude, you're killing it on Dancing with the Stars. This is insane. I don't know how that happened. How is this happening? Don't know. Because you, okay, going, first of all, tell us what happened when they first approached you, your reaction was? Well, so the, it actually started a while ago. We we filmed, I say we, uh, IndyCar had a team on Celebrity Family Feud. So they had five drivers go, and we went on Celebrity Family Feud, and that was, and that was a blast. I had an absolute blast there. And someone from Dancing with the Stars was in the audience, and they came up to the, the lady from IndyCar and said, hey, 
this guy, this guy's funny. Let's see if he wants to do the show. Perfect. So we had the Long Beach race in April, and they said, come out to a taping, see it in person. So in April, I went out and saw one, and I thought, okay, met some people, talked to some people, whatever, and then that was it. Radio silence, never heard anything, figured it was not, you know, no legs, and it was fine. No no real issue on this side. Right. Then they call me up, Pocono Race Weekend on Friday, saying, hey, we'd love to have you on the show. Need to know by Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> really? If you can just, like, relocate, stop everything in your life yeah, for three months, oh relocate to L.A., and, uh, you know, make a fool of yourself on national television. And you said, I'll do it. I, it took a little longer than that, but eventually, yes, that's what we said. So did you ever used to dance, like, when you hit the clubs, were you out on the dance floor? Let's say this experience has been the first time I've danced sober. Right, right. And uh, no one would have said that my previous versions of dance were anything close to appropriate or or coordinated. And yet, at the same time, as I've been reading, to, I was telling the guys on TVGuide.com, no less, <laughs> Yes, they're saying that you are now the favorite to win this thing wow. and that Julianne Huff said that you are the best male dancer the show has ever had. What the hell's going on, Hitchcliffe? Well, I, I paid Jules a lot of good money. <laughs> that's crazy. To say that. And that's fool, cool, man. And fool the American public. But there have been some good dancers. Like, that's pretty cool. And that, that was a huge compliment. I mean, yeah. that's even just to be mentioned in the same, you know, sentence as some of the guys that have been on the show. Is Mario Lopez, so. Joey Lawrence. Apollo Ono. Right. Elio Castroneves. Right. My friend and colleague. Yeah, you know, there's, yeah. There's been, there's been a ton of great guys. Good. So, describe the process. So, they call you, and you you did have to pick up your life. Yeah, I mean, we had you know. My Do they at least and put I, you up at a good hotel? They they put us up at a condo, so they, okay, they gave us a condo. They give you a car. They you know they okay. they take care of you. They take right, pretty good, good care of you. But you do have to you know see the way the timing worked out. You know, our season was just coming to a, a close, so right. we had the first live show. I had my last race the following weekend, and then it was kind of you know season over. Normally, that time of year, you finish your grind of the season, and everyone just takes off. The whole IndyCar community just scatters across the world and goes on vacation. Right. right. I decided to sign up for like twelve hours a day of rehearsals <laughs> and interviews and all this stuff. You know, yeah. so I'm getting all these on Instagram, looking at all my buddies in Thailand and in Belgium and in Berlin, and I'm like sitting here, like, well, I'm at Third Street Dance Studio, and my feet are <laughs> killing me. Uh, yeah. You know, because it is work. Like you're really putting in a lot of work to do this. The hours are intense. Yes. Is it too much? Are there times when you're like, what the f*** was I thinking here? Mm, kind uh, that's of. A yes. Yeah. That that's sounds a, like a yes. The, the way they sell it to you is very different from reality. Right. And, and I was I was having this conversation with <laughs> that's one of That's how they got us That's how they got us here. That's how they got us to America, to Fox. Yeah. It was very different than the way yeah. they but said it was going to be. But what I was having a, I was having a conversation with Max, who's one of the pros on the show, and he goes, "No, but it's it's what you make it, right? If you want to come and do the bare minimum and go home on week 2, fine. Right. But you, James, you're competitive, you want to do well, so you are putting in the hours and the extra work and the effort so that's why it seems like it's so much more right. you can do what they sell to you which right. is the bare minimum but that's just that's just not my style how dreamy is tom bergeron on a scale of <laughs> one to ten dude he's he's just he's a mirage you think when yeah. you see him standing there and yeah. he's so quick he's so Smooth. witty yeah and speaking of perfect yeah. speaking of quick and witty can we get to steve harvey dude yeah. What a legend! How wow. fun was that? that I'd just was be awesome. sitting there staring at him. Like, Say something else funny. So <laughs> does he come out? Does he do? Does he warm the crowd up a little bit on Family Feud? How does it work? No, he's got a guy that does that. For okay, him. Right. so that way when he comes out, it's like the next level, right? You know, like because right. that guy's funny, but he's not Steve Harvey right. funny. No, so right. like it's the he's the opening act, and then the main show. Harvey comes, comes out, out in and his you just, perfect suit, and just staring at that beautiful mustache. <laughs> 
Did you guys win? We did win. We did annihilated. You guys did the lightning round? We I uh, yeah, me and Tony Kanan were fast money. Oh, amazing. And we took it down. <laughs> That's amazing. That's in Orlando, right? You did that? No, we filmed no. that out here. Oh, out here. Out here, no. Oh, okay. Yeah, we could nice. go to a taping. Yeah, we could do that. Totally. How many do they hammer out in a day? Like probably 10 of them. I think it was like four that day. Yeah. And so it was us. Uh, us was, We were against uh, a team of Sports Illustrated swimsuit models. And then after us was Lance Bass's family oh, versus, yes. Yes. oh, God, who was it now? Probably, it was someone else's uh, family. Oh, it was it was, it, it was probably uh, Chris Kirkpatrick's family no. from NSYNC. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm kind of I'm weird. Like trying to think of saying, like boy bands. How did you know <laughs> that that guy was it? The only guy from NSYNC, Justin Timberlake, that be, anybody remembers. Because of the Eminem song, yeah. uh, where he says, "Chris Kirkpatrick, Patrick. you get your ass kicked." Yeah, that's the only way. Can we go back to Fast Money? So I am, I'm obsessed with Family. <laughs> it's such a good show. Did you? What were your uh, What were your uh, questions in Fast Money? Do you remember? Oh man! And one did you get them? any of the number one answers? Yes. Okay. Yeah. To be fair, man, I'll. I'm going to level with you. When you're on the celebrity version of the show, you're playing for charity. Right. Yeah. Right. The Fast Money Rounds got some softball questions. Sure. Yeah. You know, they, they want you to. Of course. They want you to win. Yeah. The so, Basses are there. They don't want him to be embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I don't think his team scored a single point. <laughs> yes. We ran into him later at the oh, hotel, and bass. he was, yeah, he, he didn't have a great one. Oh, he did not have a great one. Um, so one of the questions, and this is the one that threw off uh, Tony because you know Tony's Brazilian and he just he just just didn't just didn't pick up on this. Um, it was name a famous Oscar. De La Hoya. De La Hoya was a great answer. I said Meyer. Right, right. Which yeah. was the number one answer. The Grouch. Right. Uh, TK said Titanic. Okay. He thought like an Oscar-winning movie. Oh! So he he kind of struck out a bit on that okay, one. Okay, but like, I could see it because yeah. when I heard the question, it's you know it's intense, man. You've yeah. got twenty-five yeah. seconds to I get know. this down. It's not you know? his first language. He's exactly. processing That's, it. If they'd asked him in Portuguese, he would have right. crushed it. That's what I yeah. meant when I said he's Brazilian. That's right. what I was getting yeah, at. I right. wasn't trying to offend and, Brazilian no, people. No, I get though. it. Yeah. And did you go first or second in fast money? I went second. Uh, is I, tougher. Second is tougher. I went first. Okay. Yeah, I went first. That was one. Uh, the one that was like the super softball question was name a piece of machinery in a laundromat. A washer. Oh. A washer or a dryer. So oh. basically you get you get 50 free right. points each. Right. Because <laughs> right. there's only right. two answers. To, right. Unless some, like, someone's a real jackass and said change machine. machine. Exactly. Yeah. Right, right. Exactly. Um, so, you're, so you did Family Feud. Now you're doing dancing. Like now that you've gotten this far in dancing, are you like, I'm going to win this thing. Like I am going to win this You know, You know thing. what? It's it's such a tough competition and genuinely like everybody gets better every week. Right. And like, I mean, what, Lori Hernandez is. Yeah, that's the a, thing. She's a gymnast. Everybody kind of thought going in this she had this thing wrapped up right? I think most of them still do yeah. I mean she, she's, <laughs> she's she's 16 fresh off winning a gold like a month ago at the Olympics yeah. it's not like she's an outdated Olympic gymnast right right you know half of a floor routine is dance yeah. and she's yeah. like the sweetest bubbliest happiest person alive god I hate her I know yeah it's like I got this no chance. Nah, I was yeah, a goofy a pasty Canadian no, kid that sits for a living. Has a Canadian ever won it? I don't think so. I don't think Anne so. Ann Murray won in 77. <laughs> very first, <laughs> first season. Ever. First season way back then. I heard Brian Adams is going to be on next season. You know, he would be, well, he'd No, he's be over in London. He's over in London. He's not coming back. You can't even remember hey, the Hey, uh, let's talk about your real job. Oh, yeah. No, I have one of those. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. It's good fun. I know, How did right? you get into racing? Like, did you grow up 
uh, watching NASCAR? Did you grow up watching Paul Tracy and the guys? What what got you inspired to race a car? Well, I I grew up in Ontario when I was too small to play hockey. Right. So I had to do something else if I was going to impress the girls. But racing isn't necessarily the first thing that everyone gets into. Like, how did you get into that? So my dad's originally from England. And so growing up, I didn't have a dad that was super obsessed with hockey because he wasn't Canadian. He was super obsessed with motorsports. Right. So we watched it all. F1 Sunday all mornings, it was it was Formula One. I'd on go TSN, my, right? On TSN. Yeah, yes. yeah. And then and on Speed Vision at one point. And, um, and then we, I'd go do my chores and my homework. And then afternoons, it was IndyCar races. Right. And Toronto's got the, the Indy. Yeah. You know, the, it was so massive. from 18 months old, I'd been going to IndyCar races. So cool. And just, just fell in love with it from a kid. And then from there, what happened? Got a go-kart for my ninth birthday, (laughs) and it was all downhill from there. Terrorized the streets of Markham. (laughs) (laughs) I wish. My dad never let me take it out on the street. (laughs) Are you old enough to have seen Greg Moore race? Yeah, Greg. So that was my hero. Yeah. Greg was my guy. He was unreal. Right as I was, you know, I mean, I watched racing from, you know, like this big. It's very small. Very young. And... When Greg uh, graduated from Indy Lights into IndyCar, that was kind of when I was at the age to really start understanding sure. it, pick a guy, cheer for him, know what was going on. And that was right close in my racing world, life, career, whatever, where I kind of decided to start taking it a bit more seriously and considering maybe actually trying to do it. When I got my first go-kart, it was not because I wanted to drive race cars for a living. I At nine years old, I knew that was an insane thing. That's, sure. It's not a real job. Right. People don't actually get to do that. Right. It was something I did on the weekends with my dad. And uh, and it was around that time I was kind of you know changing focus a little bit, trying to take it a bit more seriously. And then your guy, your hero, your idol is killed in a in a racing That's accident. That's crazy. So it was it was a tough little bit there. And I gave my parents a ton of credit because it would have been really easy for them at that point at you know twelve years old, whatever I was. So you're like, not doing you're this. You're gonna take up yeah. soccer. Right. Yeah. You know we can deal with a sprained ankle, but they didn't. They let me kind of decide because you know I was a little shaken up by it, and they let me choose if I wanted to keep doing it and. And, stuck with it. You and you're on our Canadian Wall of Frame so with Greg. Greg Moore. There yeah. you go. Now, right there's, there he is. Let's put you guys Who's side your, by side. Uh, who else other than, than the late great Greg Moore uh, stands out to you here on the Canadian Wall of Fame? Because as you can see, you are now. Well, I mean, this guy. Um, yeah. Legend. He, he, was, he sat in that legend. seat, too. He sat legend. This, yeah. This guy's so Legend. Uh, and has a very good vodka. Love oh, his music. Yes. Love his music. Do you remember this guy? Did you ever watch Iron Mike Sharp? No, I don't know. Oh, man. He always wrestled in time. Hamilton. Yeah. That Jim, guy. He Jim wrestled Perry. in Hamilton, huh? Yeah. 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 He, I went to Mac. Co- Maybe he I got saw the cops, him at some point. Uh, the cops gigs. <laughs> I like how you've got Rachel McAdams' grad photo up there. <laughs> it's, uh, I know. It's, it's borderline so creepy. creepy it is a little yeah. bit. I don't know how we ended up with that. Oh, Mike Botticello. So yeah, he's been fired. So that's how. Don Cherry, the Sutherlands in one picture. Yeah, together. Terry Fox you got up there. Terry Fox. Stomping Tom. Connors, Stompin' Tom, Drake right makes an appearance right next to Ann Murray. Ann Murray, the winner of season one. Dancing with the <laughs> how do you how do you like the Wayne Gretzky's photo? Oh Emma. my God, I thought that was a woman. <laughs> Wayne, I, if you're Wayne listening, Gretzky I'm sorry because you are you are the great one. You're yeah. like that. I'm that's wow. I will say this: Wayne does listen every week, and he's probably very offended by what um, I love you, Wayne. <laughs> Uh, getting back to your driving, uh, we ask every driver that comes on here, uh, out of the car, on the uh, the normal streets with normal humans, are you are you impatient? Are you uh, That's a, good a safe driver? Are you like zipping in and out? I'm a I'm a fairly I'm I'm gonna defer to the to the panel that I brought with me. <laughs> I'm a fairly go to the I'm a fairly calm, reasonable driver. 
Oh, oh yeah. Everybody's yeah. got well, we those moments, have that. right? We all here's, have that. Here's the thing. So so traffic is a is a very big issue with me. That's right. I, I struggle with that one. It's, it's a massive so, issue. So sidebar, when you come onto this show to, to Dancing with the Stars, they offer you a rental car. And I was like, look, take whatever you were going to spend on a rental car and give it to me in Uber credits because I will kill somebody right. if you make <laughs> me drive in the city. It's not going to happen. Yeah. Right. But no, I, I'm actually pretty well behaved on the road for two reasons. One, my, <laughs> my status in this country is super temporary. Right. And if they want to take my visa away... I lose my job, and I like my job. Yeah, fair enough. And two, I've hit stuff. Yeah. I've crashed going 50, yeah. going 80, going 220. Yeah. I know how much that hurts. Yeah. The average motorist does not appreciate how much it hurts yes. to hit a wall at it, 50, 60, 70. And have an a hour. piece of your car go through your leg. Most people, even drivers, yeah. don't know that one. Yeah. <laughs> how, many, how much have you been asked about, about that accident in 2015 since it's happened? Like a, a billion times. This is how first, much do you remember? This is the first time it's brought up. First, right, let's get right. into it. I'm glad let's that you guys brought it. I've been dying to talk let's about it. Let's start talking about it. Finally, we can get this off your chest. I've just been holding it in and bottling it up and thinking. Thank you guys for bringing bringing it up. No, I mean it's it's obviously it was obviously the the topic. It was yeah, the yeah. topic du jour for many jours, you know. <laughs> and <laughs> and during line. those jours, <laughs> and during, you, what do you remember of the actual accident? Nothing. 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 Thank God. Yeah. Because yeah. that just would have been awful. Yeah. Because um, I was conscious when they got to the car. Yeah. I was very concussed, which is why I have no memory. And so I was also not totally with it. Right. I wasn't having a very coherent exchange with the safety workers. Yeah, yeah. But um, I don't remember the failure. I don't remember hitting the wall. I don't remember getting the rod pulled out of my leg. Oh, I don't man. remember any of that stuff, Crazy. thankfully. What, uh, when the safety workers, after an accident, do they say the same thing every time they come to a car? Generally, yeah. They have the same kind of list of questions. They gauge your you know, cognitive responses uh, you know, based on that. Um, so they knew I was in trouble and it wasn't until they tried to lift me out of the car cause I wasn't really responding to getting my, I apparently wasn't in a rush to get myself out and I was complaining of back pain and, uh, they put, they put, you know, one guy kind of grabbed my shoulders. One guy went to grab my legs and when he put his hands under my legs, he said they felt very warm and he pulled his hands out and they were covered in blood. Oh, and so like, all right, so this is not what we, this is not what we were expecting. Yeah. So that's when they knew I was in big trouble. Right. Did right. you keep anything from the accident? Uh, yeah, I kept my helmet and, uh, my boots, everything else is gone. They burned the suit. They burned all my Nomex gloves are gone. What? Burn it. Yeah. Biohazard. Oh, blood. okay. There you go. And then you get back into the car for the first time after it happens and your what's your mindset? What are you thinking? You know what? It was, I was so, I was so anxious to get back into the car. You know, like when I woke up, my third question was when can I get back into a race car? Right. And so that day was, you know, four months in the making. And so you get there and it, I'm super excited, but that little part of, the, of you, like in the back of your mind is think, thinks, what if there's something that holds me back mentally? Right. You know, mm -hmm. like physically I was fine. I was ready to do it. I was willing to do it. I wanted to be there, but you just don't know. I mean, driving an IndyCar on the limit takes absolute blind faith commitment. You know, you, you can't yep. waver. 95% is not good enough. And so the worry was that something in my brain was going to just flick and be like, I remember the last, you might not, but I remember the last time you did this and we're not going to play this game anymore. Right. You know, but got out there and within four or five laps felt like I was home and, and, and then you win the pole in uh, in the same race a year later, which is that's like a movie. It's man. like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like we're working on the working on the film right, right now. <laughs> uh, how was it when you returned to the garage? Because I know you compete against these guys every week, and uh, 
some are friends, probably some aren't, but what was the reception like when you came back? No, I mean, it was, it was, I had seen everybody in hospital. Pretty much everyone came to see me at some point, either in hospital or back in India at home. And a lot of guys just swing by the house, you know, a bunch of us live in town or if they were in town for whatever reason. Um, the IndyCar community is a big family, man. And, and when somebody gets hurt like that, even the guys that you're not particularly close with, or maybe even have issues with, will go out of their way to come see you because no one wants to see anybody get hurt. Yeah. 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 If that happened to one of us, we'd just be like, text. Hey, you yeah. okay? Yeah. You all right? You, you good? <laughs> you, you up? <laughs> uh, all right. This okay. has been fun. Uh, this is the awkward uh, part of the po- No, we can just end it here. Well, we have to read a sponsorship. and I You want to stick around as we read a sponsor? Yeah, sure. Okay, here we go. And then we'll, we can all Only if it's a good sponsor. Who's well, the sponsor? It's Identity Guard. Yeah, this is exciting stuff, James Hinchcliffe. Have you ever lost or thought you lost your phone? Yes. Dan loses his every week. All the time. I do. I do lose it. How awful is that? (laughs) That's true. I do it. Guess what? Identity thieves know that. And when your lost phone winds up in the hands of an identity thief, it can be beginning of a disaster financially, emotionally, even physically that could take years to unwind. That's why you should protect yourself with Identity Guard. With Identity Guard, you get protection from a company that's been in this business for over 20 years, one that's helped protect more than 47 million people. Identity Guard continuously monitors millions of transactions and articles and sends you to the news, tools, and guidance you need to minimize your risk. Plus, if you were to become a victim of identity theft, Identity Guard's victim recovery specialists will be there to help you through the recovery process process. Identity Guard even offers identity theft insurance with coverage up to one million bucks. So get the identity theft protection service that's right for you. Visit Identity Guard at IdentityGuard.com slash Jay and Dan. Oh, we did it, guys. Actually, we'll, get you you to, we'll get you to sign Yeah, we got to get James to sign this. You know, the best part is I'm wearing flannel on that shirt, in that picture, <laughs> that shirt, which just makes me so, so Canadian. Happy. Yes. Right? So Canadian. Awesome. There you go. Well, thanks there for coming go. on. James thanks for Hinchcliffe. having us. This uh, is terrific. Appreciate it. Yeah. You are welcome back anytime. We know you're going to win the, uh, the Dancing with the Stars. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're going to win this big time. Uh, and then we'll see, you. man. We'll see. Hey, Hernandez, it's over for you. <laughs> and now we got to go tape the TV show. Yeah, so we're going to have James on the TV show. So uh, that's going to be very cool. And then uh, we have a, a special little uh, thing we're going to be doing. Uh-oh, special thing. Oh, yeah, a little Always. special little thing. <laughs> oh, we're going to be doing. Scary. So uh, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you, uh, cats, next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So long. My time here is up.